got no cash. Chapter one. Action. said this so quietly that the words only just sounded out loud, breaking above the level of a breath but remaining firmly below that of a whisper. It was enough though, and the beggar's head dropped in dejection as he turned to sidle off down the carriage, dragging his tattered shoes and torn bottom tracksuits along the laminate flooring. It had been a lie too, because Angus did have some loose change in his left coat pocket, amounting to about three quid sixty-five, which he'd got from... I'd say he'd broken a fiver on an underpriced Snickers duo, of which he'd then eaten both undersized halves on the platform before boarding the train. So, he did have cash on him, and he was full of chocolate. Oh, and he also had fifty-four million pounds worth of fifty-pound notes in cash hidden in the duffel bag that rested on the carriage floor between his legs. Somehow, he'd forgotten about that cash. But now, remembering just how much loose and spare change he was currently in possession of, Angus pressed his legs inwards, tightening their grip on the bulging bag just as the beggar's right foot came dangerously close to scraping its outer edge. It missed by about a hair's breadth and Angus relaxed, unclenched, before having to unrelax and re-clench at breakneck speed. Previously unspotted was a stray handle strap that lay in a messy loop on the carriage floor. A stray handle strap that now came into play as a cartoonish hunter's snare, latching onto the beggar's dragging foot and holding it tight and then tighter as he tried to escape down the train. Angus panicked and yanked the shoulder strap in the opposite direction, but the bag just couldn't take it. Almost in slow motion, the seams began to come apart, allowing several Matthew Boltons to peek through the widening stitches into the fluorescent light of the London Underground. Matthew Bolton's one of the guys on the 50 pound note. There was a James Watt too. And him. His skeptical gaze illuminated in the second, just before the bag exploded into a cloud of 50 pound notes. As. As. As previously stated, it was fifty-four million pounds in total in cash. In total in cash. In total in cash. It was an amount that was impossible for that particular bag to hold, which was something that Angus now realised as he watched the notes rise and fall, fluttering around like so many butterflies in the fresh turbulence of the carriage. It had been wishful thinking, he now conceded. That bag? What was it, a knockoff Unbidas gym bag for all that cash? Laughable. And in one trip to... The bag, that bag, had been a bomb. Ooh, not on the tube. An Argos brand pressure cooker. Yeah, 
A highly unstable nuclear reactor, so stuffed with destructive monetary potential that even the lightest stroke of something so insignificant, like a shoelace, yeah, let alone an entire shoe, would have been enough to set it off. But an entire shoe it had been. And here he sat, gormless, powerless, most likely feckless too, just watching in slow motion as the notes twisted and shimmied, the light shooting off their reflective strips in every direction. After a while, most of them came to rest on the carriage floor. Jesus, um, most of the notes came to rest on the carriage floor, where they formed a thick carpet. It must have been about two inches deep, judging by where they reached up to on the shoes of Angus's fellow travellers. The woman opposite's heels had been reduced from an impossible six to a far more walkable four inches. How Angus saw that? With his eyes? Uh, anyway, he muttered something deranged along the lines of, You're welcome, while continuing to take in his creation. The note layer covered the floor entirely in a scene that looked, Angus thought, like a heavy-handed piece of installation art. Damien Hurst on GCSE class political steroids. Titles? Take the lift to the cash floor. Cash for carpet scandal. Cash floor glass ceiling. All aboard the gravy train? Cashless... And that's about it, I haven't got any more. Um... Uh... Why was no one picking up any of the notes from between their feet? Collective shock? Sorry. Or frozen in action? Sorry, mate, I don't have any cash on me. Sorry. Yeah. That's what you'd said. Just before showering everybody in the carriage. Sorry. Huh? Station. Oh, okay. Next one.